Hello again, Hope friends. We are in Psalm 28 today. And as I read Psalm 28, there are some themes that we have been talking about over the past few months that uh, we could reiterate. But what grabbed a hold of my attention was verses 6 through 8. I'm going to call this singing for power. Um, Because I think sometimes we forget that some of the things we do on a regular basis, we do them for a reason. I don't know if we always are, are super mindful of that or, or keep it in our remembrance. But I remember as a kid that we would say grace before every meal and it so quickly and easily became just this empty habit. But I, what I think now is it's a pattern that we are supposed to keep alive in our souls that just says, I don't I, I don't have food without God's providence in my life. I uh, Maybe I worked for this or I, I went out and maybe I farmed it or I, I did something in my backyard to grow things or whatever. But ultimately, I don't have food without you, Lord. You've provided this for me. You've given me the life. You've given me the strength. You've given me the skill. You give whatever. You've given it to me. It is a gift from you. Seeing it as a gift is something I need to remind myself all the time. And I think there are reasons that we need to remind ourselves of things all the time because we are forgetful. It just, we just get comfortable with things that maybe others don't have. I think if we didn't have food, throughout our lives, if there was always a food shortage or a fear of having a food shortage, we may be more, uh, you know, liable to make sure that we are thankful for when we have it. And maybe that would stick with us uh, year after year once, once we got to a place where we had more food. Anyway, Psalm 28, singing for power. Verse six says this, praise be to the Lord for he has heard my cry for mercy. So David lifts up a praise, and what he says is, God has heard my cry for mercy. The implication is that God has brought forgiveness um, or has dealt with something that David has done. God has shown kindness and compassion to David. There's things in the psalm that might make us think that God has rescued him from some bad thing or rescued his reputation. Uh, God has brought judgment on those who are wicked, as, and that there's hopefulness in David for that. But for whatever reason, David says, praise be to the Lord, for he has heard my cry for mercy. So I'm going to lift up praise. I wonder in our lives how often we intentionally, personally, from our heart, lift up praise to our God. Now, you might say, well, I go to church every week, so therefore I do it every week. And that certainly is our intention. The reason that we do a half hour worth of music on Sunday morning is not because all of us are a bunch of musicians. And sometimes we get stuck in the, I don't like that song, or I think that song's a little bit inaccurate. And we get ourselves all tangled up. and We move away from the invitation that God's people have been given century after century to praise the Lord. And the way we effectively do that together, the simplest, most natural way we effectively do that together is by lifting up our voice to sing. And that's kind of where he goes next. He says, the Lord is my strength and my shield. So he's praising the Lord. He's talking about how God pours power into him. God protects him. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy. And with my song, I praise him. Now you could think that when God does protect me, I will sing a song to him. But I would suggest to you that the fact that David is writing song after song in the midst of trouble, and then this lyric shows up in this song, maybe suggest that it isn't a, this brings me to song, maybe song brings me to this. And maybe I need to be a little more grateful and a little more conscious of the reality that 
What we do on Sunday morning when we sing to the Lord is we choose deliberately, intentionally, in spite of maybe what has been going on in our lives, to praise God, to declare his goodness, to say what is true about him to others and to ourselves. We participate in it together. We bear witness to those who are among us who are not yet believers. And I know there are people in our church who started coming to our church and actually made a decision to follow Christ or to give their lives to him in a new and fresh way simply because of the way people around them worshiped in the service. So this is not a, a, a theoretical thing. This is a, this has happened at hope kind of thing. I'm saying there is power in our praise. There is power in our singing together as a congregation. David says, so with my song, I praise him. Verse six, praise be to the Lord. How? With my song, I praise him. How often are we lifting up praise to the Lord to find power? Maybe there's power that has not been available in our life because we've waited for God to give it to us before we'll give him thanks. And God is asking us to, by faith, step in to the encouragement and the mindset and the tenderness of soul that comes when we choose to worship. That we are literally laying aside the burdens of our soul and lifting our eyes up to see our King. That power that comes as we sing. And it comes not just because I listen but because I participate. Again, I'm not saying we are all wonderful musicians and singers and we need a microphone or something like that, but it is a good exercise for our soul that we would lift our souls up and allow God to refresh us as we join with brothers and sisters and sing praise to him. The praise, he gives words to it. Verse eight, the Lord is the strength of his people a fortress of salvation for his anointed one. So he comes back to strength and shield. The Lord is the strength of his people, a fortress or a shield of salvation for his anointed one. How And that all is around this idea of singing. How can I feel protected by God? How can I be assured that he is watching over me and keeping me? Sing praise. Sing glory to him. Lift up gratitude to him in song. How can I be assured that God will give me strength for what I need to do? Sing praise to him. Tell your soul, remind your soul yet again that God is the God who gives strength to the weary and he meets us in our weakness. And God uses things in our lives that, that we would gladly set aside to show us how with us he is and how much he cares and the power that he can pour into our lives. So when we set aside singing because it's an emotional thing and I don't feel it, when we choose to, to critique the songs that we do together as a church family or people who do them this way or that way or that they're not great enough musicians or they're whatever it is, what we're playing into is the hands of our enemy who doesn't want us to have the power that comes from singing praise to our God. I'm saying to you today, let's step in to the power that comes from singing praise to our Lord. It's a power that David exemplifies here in Psalm 28. It's a power that I believe is still available to us today. And it's a power that I think we need. So I'm saying to us, let's sing this Sunday. Let's sing in our lives for power from our Lord.